Okay, wonderful. Education is a wonderful gift that we receive from life and the Creator. So education is something we share what we have received. It's not like somebody is a teacher and another person is a student. Teacher is also a student and if a teacher forgets that, he stops being a teacher and becomes outdated. In fact, there is only one teacher. And if we can open ourselves more and more to the one teacher, Jagat Guru, that's how we say, no? Who is everywhere in everything. He is there in the pillar, in the mountains, in the rivers, in the air you breathe. What is he teaching us through all this? What is the first lesson that we get from the world teacher in the morning when we wake up and look at the sun or even without looking at the sun? See how the teacher teaches us. There is no night which never ends. Isn't it? What is more true? Night or the sun? The darkness or the sun? Which is more true? Sun. Sun is a reality. Darkness is turning away from the sun. See, this early morning we get this lesson. So wonderful, no? That sun is the reality and darkness is simply a turning away from the sun. That's how when the earth moves, no? Also, night and day alternate. I'm just talking of morning lesson, huh? Still, <laughs> I'll come to the questions a little later. Just to set the ball rolling. So night and day, every day there is the same sun which rises. Is it the same sun? Has something happened during the previous sun and the morning sun? Next is sun. Has life stopped moving? Life has moved. Has it moved only through day or does it move even when we are asleep? Right? So even when we are not conscious, even when we are asleep and we have forgotten who we are, why we are, even when we are having nightmares, time is moving forward. The great message of Vedanta is that everything is moving forwards. We may not understand it like night and day. Yet it is moving forward. This is the beautiful lesson. Isn't it a beautiful lesson? What seems like a night is a passage through which we are moving forward. And of course during day we put in our effort and we move forward. At night we cannot see, we cannot understand. We feel we have been left alone. And yet we are moving forward. Isn't this a beautiful lesson? Another lesson that the sun teaches us or the world teacher every morning. It's not enough that the sun is a reason. We have to open the doors, windows, curtains. If we keep them closed, sun will come and go away and we'll move very, very little. We'll still move. It's not enough that there is... Some people say, oh, God is in the world. What is he doing? It's not only his job. His job description he knows. But our job description is to open to him. He is not expecting us to do too many things. He knows our limitations. 
like for instance you have this question how do we what is it overcome our shortcomings big thing huh yeah <laughs> stop thinking of shortcomings i'm going to give a very paradoxical answer stop thinking of shortcomings when i had come to the ashram in the beginning i'll explain that in a moment so i asked one of the uh, teachers who was here we had grown very close and i asked him there is so much uh, so many things that you know in the beginning you try to pick out every little defect in your nature and you want to remove it so i was mentioning that to him so i said but many there are many defects i can't see inside myself and i'm sure you would be able to see so i'll be very glad if you can tell me my defects because i always felt that when god loves you he puts somebody in contact with you who can criticize you okay it's a great fortune if everybody is praising you that means god has thought a kindergarten child give him lollipops okay it is only when you start moving ahead that you will get criticism it's a good sign means you are progressing that's why now the so i asked him what is the defect so he laughed <laughs> he said this is the defect i said what that you are thinking of defects <laughs> that time i i took it a bit uh, uh, this is a way of saying he just uh, kidding but then over period of time you understand and this is there in mother's works volume 2 there is a very beautiful passage he says the divine mother does not condemn anyone and when mother was asked a question in 56 or 57 after the supramental manifestation i think it was 56 she said you know why you people are not able to overcome your difficulties so they said why mother said because you are too much hypnotized by them and then he says if only you could have faith in the grace instead of being hypnotized by your little difficulties or big difficulties you will overcome and you will go through so beautifully the core problem is a question of faith core problem the gita speaks of man is his faith this faith is nothing to do with religion it has nothing to do with our beliefs and not beliefs what is in our core faith if i ask this question randomly you don't have to answer like children ha huh? but do you have faith that there is a higher destiny for man or man is finished product last faith faith is something which will leap up from within instinctively does man have a higher destiny higher possibility it should come from inside that is faith why of course we can give reasons i can give a reason that because if there is divine in creation there has to be a higher destiny logical isn't it how can it stop with a half finished product like man i can give a very material reason biological reason 
if evolution has come till man it is destined to go further the evolutionary urge cannot stop isn't it so evolution whether you look from biological material standpoint or you look from the spiritual point evolution cannot be an end product finished product isn't it so now if there is faith that things will evolve then i have a role to play and what is my role to help in the evolutionary process very simple logical how do i help in the evolutionary process is the right question that we need to ask instead of struggling with a defect while we are still human there are many things which seem like defects how do we know they are defects can you tell me one thing which looks like a defect in students you will see it sometime but is actually a positive thing which has looks like a defect i'll give two two examples huh? just to keep the time intact have you thought of anything two things in student which looks like a defect but is actually not a defect when seen from another angle have you met children who are very obstinate jiddi is it a defect if i say they don't listen to me it is a defect i want that i they should hear me but obstinacy is a good quality of persevering it is another it it is the other side of determination he will refuse to yield if this quality is turned in the right direction it is a great quality that if is the task of the teacher another thing which is regarded as defect revolt never give up is obstinacy absolutely what about revolt revolt is it good or bad see how things change generally we think it is bad parents think it is bad but people who have never revolted have remained stuck in their fixed positions revolt is nature's way of pushing you beyond your comfort zones isn't it i'll tell you one good quality two good qualities which are defects in another way okay one is obedience everybody says oh my children very obedient child very risky ha huh? the child will become a clone of parents do we want children to be clones or we want them to move forward so you see obedience becomes a problem hitler's army was very obedient when the commander said put them to gas chamber immediately they executed was this a good thing to do okay and another good quality which is becomes a great defect is there in the mahabharata in mahabharata you will see many of these paradoxes even in ramayana in mahabharata very classically you will see it so generosity karn promise 
what is the mahabharata teaches promise is a great virtue i must keep my promise shri krishna doesn't keep his own promise that i'll not he keeps the promise but he breaks the promise there is a very interesting incidents in mahabharata i don't know all of you have read little bit conversion so don't know the only time when shri krishna raises the arms he has promised he will never raise arms okay so there is a uh, incidents when bhishma is uh, attacking arjun very badly so time comes when arjun is unable to take that onslaught and at that point suddenly krishna stands between arjun and bhishma and picks up the wheel of the chariot and bhishpitama in that flurry of uh, one up manship fires all the uh, astras and shastras but they all stop nothing can damage him then he asks what is happening to my all these astras he says don't you know who i am who is on the battlefield he says but you promised you will never lift a weapon <laughs> he says yes but i also promised that i'll save arjuna because he has given himself to me so i have two promises <laughs> if i keep my promise or never lifting an arm i have to let go of the promise to save my devotee so i don't mind what the world calls me but i choose to save my devotee so in life we face these dilemmas that's how the gita starts to fight is right not fighting is also right so how is the choices to be made you'll see that most of our difficulties is a question of choices how do you make a choice based on what one is the social principles the moral ideas of a time parents teachers sorry you know all the things we have learned but is there something which is more stable based on which we can take our decision there is a term which is used in indian thought that is dharma okay dharma is not a mental conception mental conceptions are fixed i'll give you an example mental conception is non violence it's a mental idea but dharma is not about violence or not violence dharma is about truth as it is unfolding truth keep truth in the heart and then let it unfold in life that's dharma you can't fix it into a standard of conduct okay so dharma is to be understood felt for each one it will be different in each vocation everywhere so these are some of the things we need to ponder one more thing before we open to questions since all of you are in the teaching profession right so everything in this world acts on a ground of being matrix when the healer separates himself from the healing and the healed and the matrix he simply prescribes medicines but healer healing and the healed are one unit in a common matrix like the bhakt bhagwan and the bhagwat 
like the one who is seeking that which is sought i am talking of yoga and the process by which the seeker and the sought become one the seeker seeking and the sought the knowledge knower and the known these are trilogies everywhere you'll find so in teaching it is the teacher the taught and the teaching they are one matrix so why i am saying it may sound very abstract but it has practical implication for example in a classroom when you standardize the same way for all the 30 or i don't know how many students then you are cutting off the third important aspect of the matrix which is taught you are not taking into consideration the child's or dharma isn't it he is an important person we have to consult him in the teaching process does he even want to understand or hear what i am speaking he may not it doesn't mean he is a bad child he may be more capable also everybody receives the same education i mean you do bed you have a subject you have learned that but then teaching what is the method you are using to implement that so that's where we see shobindu says awaken rather than instruct awaken awakening is pointing outlook look there see instruction is it happens like this do this don't do this so one fundamental task that we have as teachers and as human beings and after this we all can have questions is to become conscious we give children list of do's and don'ts we make ourselves also list of do's and don'ts but just tell me one thing from morning till now this moment you must have done hundreds of things isn't it every day we do why do we do that all of you have gone to the samadhi why all of you are here why you are attending a class why ask this question inside and help children ask this question to themselves make them conscious of the motives you may say sir isse kya farak padta i'll give an example in medical school i have gone you ask people why are you studying in medical school and somebody may say pagal hai kya ek question koi question hai doctor banna hai isn't it that's not the question that's not the answer doctor kyu banna hai are covid ka time aayega na khub paisa banayenge ho gaya na motive change ho gaya another person i feel lot of karuna in my heart third person i want to help people fourth person i just feel happy in healing fifth person i feel i am having some healing capacity innate in me sixth i was impressed seeing a person heal me when i was sick seventh person i want to be a i am a very ambitious person doctors get lot of respect although not so, so much nowadays so i want to be a doctor why because i want to earn respect 
the most useless thing in life is to want respect demanding respect please give me some respect why i am a doctor <laughs> isn't it stupid and silly people should not respect you because you have this that do we respect our mothers because they are uh, they have got a degree there is something even greater than respect which is love okay so become conscious of the motives become conscious of why you do whatever you do and you will see half your problems melt away or rather you will see where the problem is why do i please others oh i want to look good in the eyes of others there are a lot of children like that and they regard a very good child very good he is not a good child <laughs> this child is only trying to impress everybody when he grows up he will get a padam shri sorry <laughs> doing the same thing but he will not be the one who will actively contribute to the world when were the seeds sown when teachers told the child very good well behaved child and now he gets praise so he keeps on repeating that behavior outwardly mind you so many times i see same cases where i'm doctor so people come and tell me वैसे बहुत अच्छे लगते हैं दुनिया के सामने मुझसे पूछो but that's not because the person is bad but i'm just saying that you know that we have learned to put up good behavior because it is rewarding and same thing we apply even to god law of karma you must be honest why because you'll get paradise seat in paradise the ticket while departing will be given a ticket waha dikha dena mera surname ye tha you will get a seat in paradise maybe next life you will get nice money don't you see how foolish this doctrine is being good for the joy of being good is quite another than being good so that we can get rewards approval social approval so there are plenty of things behind which many things remain hidden karna's gratefulness becomes the cause of his downfall because it was not just gratitude it was ambition which was hiding behind apparent gratitude so we must be able to see these things inside and how are we going to help children see it if we ourselves don't see it it requires a great sincerity look inside but this seeing does not mean that we become oh i am a defective piece no then you offer it next is you offer it to the divine that i don't understand this there in me you help me you cure me you do something about it and then the divine grace helps all right but don't be obsessed with difficulties be obsessed with the focused on the goal towards which you have to move aim there should be only and only one aim like an arrow move in that direction whatever it be it has to come from inside okay questions sorry i have this bad habit of when i speak i continue to speak i don't know where to stop because inspiration keeps coming not my fault 
<laughs> but anyways, if you have some questions, please feel free. Any question? Shobindra's yoga is Puni yoga. So it is all comprehensive. It's not a yoga where you sit in meditation alone. That time you are doing yoga. When you go to ashram, you are doing yoga. All the time, even sitting, listening, speaking, everything has to turn into a conscious yoga. So, any questions? Integral? Yes, integral yoga is um, turning all our activities and movements of life into a conscious yoga. That's what integral yoga is about. Even subconsciously, as I said, day and night we are moving. Even when I am having a nightmare, I am moving forward. That is inbuilt in life. The great teaching of the Vedanta, which is very liberating. Even when it seems movement backward, it is a movement forward. Like from you come down a hill, you have to climb another hill. That's how you climb. But when you do it consciously, then it becomes yoga. And by yoga is meant union with the divine, the source, the highest, the origin. Call it whatever. Everything originates somewhere. Let's say the movement of love, kindness, charity, benevolence. On the other hand, anger, fear. All this, where does it have its origin? Unconsciousness. There is only one origin. There cannot be two origins. When you take that movement to the origin you will discover that the thing either vanishes or changes. We can take some examples if you want, but I'll be happy if you... One extreme, for instance, is fear, cruelty. They are one extreme. And we can see how, where is their origin, how they can be removed. Where does fear come from? This is the worst defect in human nature. The worst movement in human nature is cruelty. It is farthest from the divine. And the worst um, defect, if at all, is fear. And the worst sin, I don't love the, like the word at all, not the mother and Shirobindo, but is selfishness and meanness. All these things are universal. They have a very common origin. Why is fear? Where does fear come from? What is fear due to? Why do we... Right now it's going on, no? Corona. Sometime it will be something else. Vaccine will be there. We are afraid. So much afraid. Afraid of death. Again, Why? We go, let's go to the root of fear. Why there is fear? What happens during fear? There is the extreme instinct of self-preservation. I don't want to die. I don't want to get this disease. I don't want to. I don't want. So there is a shrinking. Okay? Shrinking from what? From thousand appearances. From this and that and that and... God knows how many things. And why do we shrink? Because the mind has built a lot of concepts. This causes this, that causes that. So where is the origin of fear? It is something within us which is shrinking. Shrinking, shrinking. 
the more we shrink, the more fear increases. Like Kans, at the end he became, remains isolated. Kans' story is that he is afraid. And in the, due to this fear, Kans' story, Parikshit, all these, but Kans' story is typical. At the end, Kans is an isolated person. Everybody leaves him. He could have made another movement and that is surrender. Because I want to preserve my individuality of the body, of mind, which is natural, I mean that instinct of self-preservation. If I could surrender it, behind all appearances there is divine. That's why getting rid of fear you require that degree of inner development. There is the divine behind everything. That is what is called as faith. Kalyan Shraddha. And fear will melt like this within minutes. Chutki mein. But difficult, no? To surrender to the divine. Fear is easier, natural, normal. <laughs> so it is consciousness shrinking from contact with the divine. Ultimately, if you see it in a deepest sense, it is shrinking from the divine calling, divine contact. That's what happened to Arjuna. He was full of fear when he had to fight the battle. Fear of sin. So divine contact can sometimes create in us that sense. I lose my body, I lose my individuality. Various kinds of fears. So antidote to fear is faith and surrender to the divine. Cruelty. It is the complete perverse side of love. You forcibly want something to yield to you. What is the real way of things yielding naturally, spontaneously, giving itself it's through love isn't it when we love someone we automatically want to give but in cruelty you want forcibly so you have hatred possessiveness domination control at the end it is cruelty last is divorce finish so by growing in love you get rid of cruelty by growing in faith and surrender, you get rid of fear. So, you get the hint. Instead of struggling with the defects, cultivate the movement, which is positive movement. Instead of trying to, how do I get rid of fear? How do I get rid of fear? Cultivate faith and surrender in the divine. How do I get rid of this tendency towards cruelty, if at all? By cultivating love. How do I get rid of meanness and selfishness? Again, generosity. And the basis of generosity again will be the same. It is that there is the one divine in everything. That's why if you find the divine, you will see most of the problems get automatically solved. If I see divine in everybody, will I be selfish anymore? Isn't it? और कुछ प्रश्न
आप लोग इतने सीरियस क्यों लग रहे हो हाँ हाँ स्माइल करो थोड़ा हाँ क्या Yes, it is. You're not charging any fees or something, or they're not able to give much. Is that the? So there are two different things. Sustaining yourself is one part. You have to sustain the school in some way or the other. Either somebody sponsors, or you get some funds, or you make a leap of faith, whatever it is, you know. But integral education is the aspect that you impart, regardless of anything. It doesn't depend. So here you have to understand that uh, education is not just what is happening in the classroom. Uh, that's why i was pointing to the matrix all the time when children are interacting when they are you know your environment of the school it should be such that children even if they don't learn a word not that they <laughs> when they go back they feel unrest and remember with sweet memories after many years they'll remember what teacher thi na usko dekh ke mujhe bahut andar mein inspiration aata tha that's your reward so education is about awakening and if children shrink from a teacher they cannot awaken they'll be afraid so awakening comes when they develop a trust in the teacher and it will trans get transmitted as i said there is a matrix a doctor who is full of fear will instill fear in the that who is to be healed so similarly with teacher and taught if the teacher doesn't have courage the children will uh, also go back with confusion doubts and how the teacher will have courage only when you upgrade your own inner software so find out where is why there is lack of courage and instill courage if you have the courage you will automatically transmit it to children that is the most important part As somebody has said no mother has said if you have courage you can give it to others it's like a candle these are the important part much after subjects are like exercise to the mind muscles they are important but they are actually speaking in the larger context more important is how the child grew in terms of his consciousness subject is one part it helps to build the mental muscles but the consciousness grows through contact with the teacher so it's important that we keep upgrading our consciousness by engaging in yoga conscious yoga so we can't have integral education unless the teachers are practicing integral yoga and integral yoga is not a fixed method it's not like every day come we'll sit together and meditate 
we can't force people to do integral yoga isn't it any yoga but what we can do is if you have a school in the name of integral yoga once a week twice a week you can sit together and read something about what integral education is and try to look deep into it that will only be possible if your motive is different if the motive is not let's say earning a livelihood of course you should earn a livelihood but you understand the joy of the work that uh, you know one is engaged in and the attitude would then be it is my seva to the mother or the divine whatever way you want to believe it this is my service to the divine then things will change so long as it's a job it doesn't work it's like i may apply all the principles but my motive is abhi yahan padhana hai ab theek hai integral education ka system hai but anyways i am on a 9 to 5 job it doesn't work see the difference in within our consciousness our motives they are important so all that is important sustainability and all i understand but most important is the growth of consciousness in children in us at least if you can initiate the process in those who are budding seeds make the school environment beautiful keep the language beautiful wherever there is beauty and harmony there the divine manifests where is your school it's are you all all of you are from one school which school is this ha oh okay okay i'm so sorry amravati ah yeah but i'm sorry i told you that you know too many travels but we'll come one day some day my apologies again but because of my travels too many travels so normally what i do is i club if i go to one side then few places like that otherwise it becomes very difficult to go just for and generally i'll tell you inauguration and all are very formal events it's like i always say people marriage is not what happens on the day of marriage okay marriage is what happens afterwards <laughs> after the hurdang and the halla is over so formal inaugurations is my personal view i have seen now also 150th year lot of people are celebrating i myself been uh, fortunately unfortunately part of some of these programs where they have big people coming in and my personal take is uh, politics and spirituality mix very badly because what happens is the whole attention gets diverted and then you know uh, politicians believe that they know everything about everything <laughs> so <laughs> it becomes so difficult <laughs> i have heard such fantastic things there you know i have heard somebody say from a platform that uh, shubhendra was indeed great yogi he was born on the same day he left his body on the same day 
he achieved nirvana on the same day so i had to say that's about buddha and that too is a story it's not not so you know they mix up and it creates confusion because most people become very restless their atmosphere is such so let it be in peace and quietude let the school grow and have something like a small little workshop radhan inaugurations they are inauguration also best is a quiet affair please mother invoke her and then things will be wonderful so you you had written to me right yeah so yes so now that's why i said there is the matrix so when politicians come and inaugurations happen the matrix is not right ha ah, that's good so the matrix should be that yes sometime uh, we can have not just one little talk but maybe couple of talks or maybe a days program when we can have only hindi aaj hindi mein tha kya bolna tha mujhe हाँ तो मुझे नहीं पता था आपने अंग्रेजी में बोला विषय तो मैं अंग्रेजी में शुरू हो गया तो बहुत अच्छा रहेगा अच्छी बात है तब तक उनको बहुत सारे कुछ हैं भी हिंदी में हैं आप चाहोगे तो हम लोग जूम पर भी कर सकते हैं ये सब संभव है कोई जरूरी नहीं है ये मैं समझ रहा हूँ एक साक्षात्कार में एक अलग वो रहता है लेकिन फिर भी जो सुविधा अवेलेबल है उसमें हम लोग कर सकते हैं जब भी आप लोगों को ऐसा लगे तो दो महीने तीन महीने में हम लोग एक घंटे डेढ़ घंटे का जूम सेशन रख सकते हैं टीचर्स के साथ तो रख सकते हैं ना हाँ supreme psychologist ah yes yes and a yogi <laughs> so wohi a psychologist kon hai psychologist ab theek hai main switch kar do hindi mein english mein chalne do i can talk hindi is better psychologist kon hai psychologist woh nahi hai jiske upar stamp lagayegi ye manovigyanik hai हाँ बहुत बार मनोवैज्ञानिक देख के लगता है मेंटल केस है खुद ही ठीक है <laughs> बोलते कभी कभी अच्छा आप साइकेट्रिस्ट हो तो थोड़ा मजाक करने का उनका होता है अच्छा मेंटल केस मैंने कहा हाँ मेंटल हूँ सेंटिमेंटल नहीं हूँ और, <laughs> और दूसरा है ये जैसी दुनिया है ना उसमें आप सैनिटी इज नॉट ए वेरी बिग क्रेडिटेबल वर्ड ठीक है ना तो एनीवेज द इम्पॉर्टेंट एस्पेक्ट इसकी मनोवैज्ञानिक कौन होता है मनोवैज्ञानिक होता है जो आपके अंदर में मनुष्य की प्रकृति को समझता है और वो पढ़ना समझना सबसे कठिन है हम जड़ प्रकृति समझते हैं हम जीव विज्ञान में बायोलॉजी जैविक रसायन कोशिका इनके बारे में समझते हैं मनोवृत्तियाँ कहाँ से आती हैं 
जो हम क्या हैं हम कैसे संसार में एक दूसरे के साथ व्यवहार करते हैं वो क्यों है ये मनोविज्ञान का हिस्सा है और वो मनोविज्ञान का जो विषय है वो जैसे पश्चिमी कंटेक्स्ट में पढ़ाया जाता है वेस्टर्न में बहुत सुपरफिशियल है मनोविज्ञान का जो रियल अनुसंधान हुआ है वो भारतवर्ष में हुआ है पर ये भी सच है कि बहुत कम लोग हैं पर कम से कम हम स्वयं को आत्मानुसंधान करके बहुत कुछ जान सकते हैं क्योंकि मनोविज्ञान की पुस्तक तो आम ही है हमको स्वयं को पढ़ना है बहुत कुछ समझ जाएंगे हम संसार को देखेंगे बहुत कुछ समझ जाएंगे तो खुली आंखों से संसार को देखना चीज़ें होती हैं क्यों होती हैं विचार आते हैं क्यों आते हैं भावनाएं अंदर उठती हैं क्यों उठती हैं तो वो स्वयं को समझना मोटिव्स को जानना सबसे बड़ी चीज़ है मोटिव्स तो मनोविज्ञान इज ऑल अबाउट दी साइकोलॉजिकल फोर्सेज दैट गवर्न अवर लाइफ और सबसे बड़ा बच्चे के कंटेक्स्ट में स्वधर्म क्या है उसका उसका नेचुरल टेम्परामेंट वे ऑफ बींग तो ये सारी चीज़ें मनोविज्ञान का हिस्सा हैं और कई चीज़ें हैं जो हम लोग बच्चों को नहीं समझ पाते हैं जिसके कारण कितना कन्फ्यूजन होता है बच्चे बहुत सफ़र करते हैं इस बात से कि बड़े उनको नहीं समझ पाते बहुत ये बिगेस्ट कॉज ऑफ पेन इन चिल्ड्रन इज दिस कि हमारे माता पिता हमारे शिक्षक अभिभावक हमें नहीं समझ पा रहे होता है ना सहन किया है ना ये सब पेन तो बच्चे बच्चों को समझना स्वयं को भी समझें कैसे तो साइकोलॉजिस्ट होना बहुत जरूरी है टू अंडरस्टैंड वन सेल्फ टू नो वन सेल्फ एंड टू अंडरस्टैंड वन सेल्फ एंड टू मास्टर वन सेल्फ मनोविज्ञान में ये होता है हम मास्टर कैसे करें अपने आप को इम्पल्स है उसमें कुछ भी कह दिया तो हम कैसे अपने आप को नियंत्रित करें कौन सी ऐसी कैपेसिटी बुद्धि बुद्धि के मूवमेंट्स सो एक पुस्तक अगर आप पूछो मुझसे साइकोलॉजी की जो इंडियन साइकोलॉजी जो भारतीय मनोविज्ञान की एक पुस्तक अगर पढ़नी हो एनी रिकमेंडेशन यस रीड द भगवत गीता रीड इट केयरफुली एंड द महाभारत आई फ्यू वॉन्ट आप पूरा एकदम क्लैरिटी से मनोविज्ञान समझ आ जाएगा महाभारत पढ़ें और श्रीमद भगवद गीता पढ़ें यू विल अंडरस्टैंड ह्यूमन साइकोलॉजी इन ए वेरी नाइस वे ऑफकोर्स देर इज नो एंड कोई भी पुस्तक सब कुछ नहीं कंटेन कर सकती है मदरन शिवबिंदो ने तो बहुत विशाल भूमि पर ले गए हैं बड़े डिटेल्स में एक एक इंट्री केसेज में चले गए हैं बट अगर एक क्विक आपको ओवरव्यू मनोविज्ञान की अगर चाहिए तो श्रीमद भगवद गीता में है मनोविज्ञान में सब आता है जीवन का लक्ष्य क्या है हमारा हमारा उत्थान कैसे होता है हमारा विनाश कैसे होता है सब कुछ है उसमें मूल रूप से दे दिया गया है भय कहाँ उत्पन्न होता है क्रोध क्यों उत्पन्न होता है हमारी त्रिगुणात्मक प्रकृति इसके बारे में जानना एक फंडामेंटल नॉलेज है हम कैसे अपने आप को अलग करें प्रकृति से फिर देखें सब कुछ है उस बहुत व्यापक दृष्टिकोण है मनोविज्ञान और योगी तो बहुत आवश्यक है बट बिना ये बोले कि मैं योगी हूँ थोड़ा भयानक है हाँ ठीक है
तो आइडियल टीचर को योगी भी होना चाहिए मनोवैज्ञानिक भी होना चाहिए विषय का ज्ञान तो होना ही चाहिए लेकिन विषय का सतही ज्ञान नहीं पर उसकी गहराई में जाके और वो तभी होता है जब हम प्रश्न करते जाते हैं प्रश्न हमारी ज्ञान की उत्तरों की सीमाओं को धकेलते हैं रुकना नहीं चाहिए किसी एक जब तक आप उस प्रश्न के अंतिम छोर तक नहीं पहुंच जाते डोंट स्टॉप डोंट स्टॉप विद स्टैंडर्ड आंसर गिवन इन द बुक ओके सो कैरी इट गो डीपर तो एक अलग संसार एक संसार के बाद एक संसार आप लेयर बाय लेयर जाते हो तो वन मस्ट गो डीप इनटू टू हार्ट ऑफ नॉलेज वेयर देर इज विजडम देर यू विल फाइंड विजडम ओके सो ये भी जरूरी है यू नीड ऑलमोस्ट एंडलेस पेशेंस टू बी अ टीचर देखो भगवान कैसे सिखाता है गिव अप नहीं करता है एंडलेस पेशेंस टू बी ए गुड टीचर ओके ठीक है अंटिल वी मीट अगेन ऑल राइट एनी अदर क्वेश्चन क्विक लास्ट क्वेश्चन Never live life for another person. Take it like an axiomatic truth. You'll always be unhappy, and the other person also will be unhappy. Do things because deep within your heart you must do it. That doesn't mean becoming rude. And sometimes it may seem that you are trying to fulfill somebody's expectation, but no, turn it into a strength. Say for example, if parents have an expectation, look inside and see what really they are expecting. Now, don't do it to satisfy their expectation because there is no end to that. But use it as an opportunity to perfect yourself more and more. That's all. But try to fulfill God in yourself, not the ego self, but the God in yourself. What is the divine? what does the divine would want from me in a given situation now you see how the things will change even though they don't change parents have an expectation for example that i'm giving a common example that if uh, they are not well you will look after now you see it can be put in different ways one is i'm not here to look after you i'm here to do what god wants me to do you know very big word okay this is one way now another is look inside and you can understand the same situation in a another way forget for a moment they are parents if it was somebody who was in a state of suffering who knew who was your like your friend what will you do 
Will you not care? You will care. So you will care but now the attitude is different. You are not doing it so that parents recognize, oh you did so much care for me. But you are doing it because you want to perfect in yourself the uh, beautiful movement of care. Care is a very beautiful movement. It comes from the soul. Shubhinda said care, sympathy, kindness, service, all these come from the depth of the soul. Whether they understand it or they don't understand it is irrelevant. You have served the divine in them and through them. And that you can do with everybody around. But for that you don't have to change anything like, no, no, how do I satisfy or fulfill them? That attitude should change. Just be genuine inside yourself. People may not understand it's okay. Never live for the opinion of others. Never live so that other person will have a good opinion about you. No. That's an impossibility besides. That should not be. Parents will say, oh, what a wonderful daughter I had. Doesn't matter. But be good for the joy of being good. When you go back, the divine, he should say, Kiyas, yes, my child, you did what I wanted you to do. So keep feeling for the divine will inside in every given situation. But in general, it's always good to be kind and generous towards human beings. Including parents, they are also human beings. So just understand that they don't understand their limitation. But I don't have to do what they want me to do all the time. No, it's not possible. I must do what is true and right from deep within. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that I enter into a struggle and a fight with them. You don't understand me. Somebody who is indifferent to criticism and uh, appreciation walks free. You may do the same thing, but with a different attitude. It's the story of Yagvalk. You know that story, no? Why does one love the wife and the child? One loves the wife not for the sake of the wife but for the sake of the self. One loves the child not for the sake of the child but for the sake of the self. Now in your life you will see that certain people get connected to you. That's destiny. Parents, friends, if you are married, husband, wife, children. Now one option is that you do things to them as a duty. That's not a very good word but it's okay in average life. But duty has no end because parents may expect a whole lot of duties. But other is that they are connected in my life. How best I can be with regard to them. But keeping in mind that don't do anything which will contradict your deepest impulsion of truth. That should not happen. Supposing they expect that, you know, I am giving an example. That you want to pursue your life here. Or integral education teaching in, in a new way and you feel that this is my expression and parents say no, 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 you leave it you get married to a big NRI and you start now that you should not do that's your life, your choice that there should be that expression but if they expect things like care which is reasonable in, in practical life there is a reasonableness but that too with a different attitude not to satisfy them or get some brownie points she's the most loving daughter son no but because 
if you are kind you are kind to everybody isn't it so from that pastis that person has got connected with you in your life for whatever reason you don't know you can be completely detached inwardly and yet engage in acts of service care and kindness because it's your service to the divine in countless ways so many people will be connected you don't know why and to each one of them you could be like a radiating um, light radiating love uh, but don't expect things when you do that then there is a problem just be a radiating instrument of love and light kindness uh, happiness peace whether it will succeed or not is not important you have done your work as a nishkam work and do it to the divine inside every human being is struggling uh, even look at that way towards parents and others but don't live for them don't make them the, your goal my goal is to make my parents happy <laughs> you will fail miserably even if you gave completely okay is that clear yeah okay any question live to serve the divine to realize the divine seek the divine and understand that the divine is not only in you or in an institution he is in everyone that should be the basis of our mutual understanding and connectedness with life not only with those whom we apparently but with everybody because the divine is in everyone and in everything stone objects trees plants animals bird beast what others do is their business whether they understand you don't understand you is their karma whatever you want to call it but live to serve the divine there is no greater joy than that okay and your school is one of the means through which you serve the divine okay thank you so much